Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. Uh, that didn't feel loud enough. Hold on. Yeah. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. What up, everybody? <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Bruce Willis. What a way to start. John Travolta. <laughs> they have no context. <laughs> that whole thing, I didn't hit record. They don't know what's going on. This is Die Hard December. Yeah! Woo! Woo! This is uh, the first episode of our mini-series. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, of course, is going to start with Die Hard, hmm. the cl- 1988 classic. Seven or eight. Late I want to say eight. Eight sounds right. Because I'm pretty sure, <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to look it up right now, because uh, I'm pretty sure I don't Die Hard 2 came out pretty quick. Pretty sure Reagan Hard wasn't in office, but it was pretty close to when he was in office. Yeah, because Die Hard 2 comes out pretty quick after Die Hard 1, and mm. then with a vengeance is like the year like 90 like i believe thir- 93 i thought but i could be wrong or I th- no i thought uh die hard 2 was 90 yes die hard 2 is 90 die hard 1 is 1988 okay 95 <clears throat> die hard the vengeance is 95 yeah i remember that because it was like yeah i was like wow where's the next when's the next because die hard 2 we'll get to that <clears throat> next week before we go any further yes we need to address the elephant in the room mm-hmm. this is a christmas movie people okay i disagree how? Because Bruce Willis said it's not a, a, a it's Christmas movie. It's a Bruce movie. Willis movie. Yeah. And you know what? I like that answer. If you reference the mu- the the the, uh, the whole... Th- like, he's going to a Christmas party, his wife's work. They mentioned Christmas several times. Ho, they, ho, ho, now I have a machine the gun. The sh- movie ends... Well, I guess I... That doesn't necessarily mean it's a Christmas movie, but the movie ends with... With a Christmas song. Oh, the weather outside is... Let it snow is traditionally a a, a holiday. And it doesn't snow in L.A. Snow? 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 What the fuck? But yeah, ho, 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 I have a machine gun too. Here's here's how I'll put it. Um, I have no problem with anybody who considers Die Hard a Christmas movie. I have no problem with, and oftentimes I kind of feel like I should with people who watch Die Hard over the holidays like Rudolph. I just watched Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer the other day. I always watch I, I that every year. Once. I don't watch Die Hard every year for Christmas. I don't but either, but I mean, I could I and I wouldn't the, be mad. I try and give like a rotation of Christmas movies that I watch. I mean, the Grinch, like Jim Carrey's Grinch. I'm Never always, seen it. I'm... <laughs> 23-year-old movie, I watch it almost every Christmas. Really? Almost every Christmas. I watch Rudolph every single year. Every Rudolph single year, at least lot. at least once. But Die Hard is back in the rotation. I fucking love Cor- Yukon Cornelius. I need to go get the supplies you know that I need to survive. Ham hocks, guitar strings, and gun <laughs> and ammo. A different argument for That's a different day if we one. ever do a Lethal Weapon miniseries. Oh! Lethal Weapon 1 is set around Christmas time. Huh. Because Shane Black True. loves to do shit around Christmas time in his movies. Pretty sure. Yeah, I don't know. If- Iron Man 3 is around Christmas time. Uh, bang, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is around Christmas yes, time. Yes, great movie. Great underrated movie. Yeah. Gay Perry. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I've seen this Die Hard 1. I in, saw it in the theater. I, see, I didn't get that. Uh, well, I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But I've seen this. Hundreds of times. You hundreds you were born times. in ninety six. Ninety three. Ninety three. So you it was came out five years before you were born. I was thirteen uh, when that came out. So um, yeah, I saw it in the theater. Um, 
I I did I did uh, moonlighting for my long box last week. So yeah. you guys you guys who listen to the show regularly know that I am a huge Bruce Willis fan. Uh, not so much the last like five to ten years of his work because a lot of it was I think hey. Um, I need the work or I need to work as much as I can before I can't anymore. I think yeah. I feel like he knew yeah. kind of, um, which I have no problem with him, you know, getting in the work and getting paid and stuff. I have no problem with any of that. It's just, I really sense, I think Looper was probably the last Bruce Willis, new Bruce Willis yeah. movie I saw, but I've always been a fan of him kind of being that every man and turning it into a movie star worthy career. I mean, he was a big movie star and, and still, is really yeah um well yeah so when when that came out we wanted to see it because my my family and i we all watched moonlighting and shit yeah um so we were big fans of bruce willis i i don't know when look who's talking came out after obviously like way after yeah but we went and saw that you know it's no surprise that this movie is what catapulted him to stardom because he it is he is quick aside underrated bruce willis movie the most Death Becomes Her. Great movie. Fun movie. But Die Hard. Um, but the thing with this is he is he's not in every single scene, but he's mm. in he's the lead. He's in 80% of the of this movie mm-hmm. and fucking he, California. He even in this first movie, I feel like he completely understands what he's trying to do with John McClane. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about again, we're not doing a good day to Die Hard. I don't know if this has been clear. So we're doing just the four. We're do because I have a four pack, and I'm only watching. But the we'll four. we'll talk about the other three later. Right yeah. now, but no, but but even yeah. in this movie, I feel like he gets the character, and this movie especially, he feels like an everyman. Yes, and he definitely doesn't feel like a superhero, which is what he becomes in the later movies. Yes, a little bit, right? Like even Die He's Hard, like indestructible. In even the later Die Hard movie. with a Vengeance. I mean, they tried to kind of go back to that whole. Um, you know, he's he's not indestructible a couple times in that movie, especially like with the cables. We'll talk about that yeah, uh, when they try to jump onto the ship and shit like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into you that know, when then, we talk then, about that movie. This is easily. The, I'm sorry. Like, I hate to do this. If we were, we, you know, we were going to think about maybe ranking him. I feel like no matter what, you and I are going to put this number one. This why, is, this why is wouldn't the, we? this is the best one. This movie is so good. It created a whole subgenre. You say speed is die hard on a bus, or this is die hard on a blank, or die hard on a this, or die hard. Taken is die hard with an old fucker. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to respond to that. Um, but but no, it it really did. It the only one that even comes close is the third one with Sam Jackson, and it's a, it's because and a, that's not as good. That's the only one that comes close. It's good, but it's not as good as not the first. nearly. No, yeah. it can't because it's. Yeah, and again, yeah. it's because this wasn't. It's such a weird thing to think about that this did become a franchise, but this is a self-contained movie. Like, there's a beginning, middle, and end. The story wraps up. It's done. And I think that the reason why it's so tight is because, um, fun factoid, a good day to die hard is the only die hard written movie. Yes, that has started as a die hard movie. Every other die hard is something. Like this is adapted from a book, and again, I think because it's that idea of like this is a single story, this is where this is happening, 
And then, yeah, of course. I believe the main character in that book dies at the end. The Bruce Willis character. I think, yeah. It's it's there's differences. Um, I think if they're ecological terrorists in the book instead of like just whatever, um, robbers or whatever. Um, I've never read the book myself. Uh, we should probably look it up and see what it's called because it's yeah, interesting. I what have, it's yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think that um. You know, it's hard to talk about this movie in a sense because it is such... It's so iconic in so many ways. Yeah, and and it's... So many people have talked about it over the years because it's been such a good movie. And it still blows me away, even in this viewing, which is like the umpteenth viewing of this movie, it still makes me laugh. It's still making me see things that I didn't see before. Like I sometimes you forget how funny this movie is. Yes. There's a lot of like quippy eighties humor in this movie. Yep. And the best part about it is like this movie is oddly pro and anti cop at the same time. Yes. Because any cop outside of John McClane is incompetent. Yes. <laughs> Him and uh Except Reginald for Bell Johnson. Al, yeah. Are the only two, Al and John McClane are the only two competent yes. cops in this whole movie. But uh, what, what, was the, what was the name of the Nothing book? Lasts Forever by Roderick Thorpe. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, it's it's a retired NYPD detective. Joe Leland is visiting the 40-story office headquarters of the Claxon Oil Corporation in Los Angeles on Christmas Eve where his daughter, Stephanie Leland Gennaro, works. Yeah, they obviously changed that to be his wife. Gruber and the terrorists kill Mr. Rivers and proceed to steal documents that will publicly expose the Claxon Corporation's dealings with Chile's Junta. Yeah, so it's it's basically, Rob, it's the same basic plot. Uh, yeah, I also want to give a shout-out to uh, John McTiernan. Yes. Because to, he, go, who came, to go from Predator to this, holy shit, man. Who came back and the for, third movie, yeah. yeah, which is why the third one even comes close. Let's be honest. Because he gets it. Dude, the second one, I don't know who directed that, but. Oh, I can't remember. The fucking second one was directed by a studio hack who was given a set, a, 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 a recipe, and then a bunch of ingredients, and he fucked up the recipe. <laughs> Uh, but he was given the ingredients for uh, rhubarb for hey, rhubarb pie. Save it for next week. That's yeah. the next step. That's the yes, next one. you're right. Let's tear it apart when we're actually talking about yeah, it. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, Let's man. Keep building up the first movie. <laughs> Fucking California. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go to the coast. Have a few laughs. I will now say. I it, now I know what a turkey dinner feels it, like. It is fun to see a younger Bruce Willis, and it's I like. You know what's a fun? Okay, here's, how much? Like I said, how much he controls. There's this a role. lot of uh, trivia, or there's a lot of fun ways to watch Die Hard. And let me give you an example. How watching his clothes get darker and darker because he starts off. off with like khakis and like a white white wife beater. Sorry, a white tank top. Well, even before that, it's yeah, like a button up shirt. But right. it's light. Yeah. And as the movie goes on and everything. He loses more clothing. Well, he loses more and more, but it gets dark. It gets darker from all the fucking gunpowder and shit that he's shooting and everything. Um, and just sweating and all that other stuff. Bleeding. Oh, God, that part where he's pulling the glass out of his feet. Ugh, I also still love, fucking makes me cringe. Well, and I love how tightly written it is. How thing everything has a payoff. Yes. Everything. There are no loose ends. Yeah. And Hart Bachner is fucking classic. Hans, Bubby, Bubby. <laughs> I can give him to you. He's 
fucking coked out of me. Isn't he? Isn't he fucking great? Huh? Huh? Bubby. Bubby. Well, even before I'm your that, white knight. Yeah. <laughs> God. I must have missed sixty minutes. Please continue. Keeps snorting coke the whole time. Right. Yeah. Um. But like, the, show him the watch. It's ha- Rolex. Your first time th- seeing it, you don't pick up it at the beginning. Like everything has intent, and when he's like, "Oh, first thing you do, take your shoes off and make little fists and curl your toes," and then he's shoeless the whole movie, which I I hate it. That's one thing I hate about this movie. It drives me nuts because he's barefoot. Every time you see it, every no matter how many times every, you've seen oh, it, gosh, when he's pulling the glass, oh, no matter how many times you've oh. seen it, yes, that one always makes me cringe because the effects are really, really good. Yeah, but also. You know he's not gonna, but just please remember your shoes this time. You're about to leave that room and your shoes are right fucking there. They're right there. They're right there. They're right there. Take the time. But you know what, though? He takes the time to grab his shoes. He's dead. And we know that. <laughs> so he had to go shoeless. Had to go shoeless. But every time I watch that movie, there's a part of me that's like, just grab the fucking shoes, man. Don't do it of course, this time. Uh, of course, Hans is great. Uh, Alan Rickman on IP. Classic. I will. I will say this: What's fun about the, again this viewing? Yes, getting another thing out of it. It is kind of funny how quickly Hans kind of fucks this whole thing over. Like he tried the like the the general consensus when you think about this movie is like Hans is a cool, calm, got it together. No, he isn't. John McClane does one like two things and it fucks his whole plan. And because of his ego, he dies because like. There's multiple times where that big blonde was like, "Just let me kill this dude." Yeah, and it's that it it is yeah. Is it a trope? But you know what? There's a reason it's a trope because it's effective and it works. And it's again so so well acted and so well written that you don't you still believe you buy into his bullshit. You believe that Hans has still got it together. You but if you watch, he's always nervous when he's talking to John. He's not. You know, and it's yeah. Even when it's just on the walkie. Now, do you know how John McClane knows that Hans is Hans when they finally meet? Have you ever read that? What? Do you remember when he's talking to the cops and he's talking about they're mostly from their clothes and their cigarettes? I know oh, they're European. Yeah, the cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Hans' watch is very clearly German-made watch, and John McClane notices that when he hands him the smokes. Ah. Or when he gives him the cigarettes. But, you know, generally you would think it's when Hans finally pulls the gun on him. He's like, well, no, because he knows. Well, he knew the whole, yeah. He knows the whole time. And that's time. what makes the scene so good. Because they each know each other's identity, but they can't reveal it to each other. And it's like, again, a simple concept, the, the t- but it's executed so well. The tension in that scene and the acting between the two. We think, Oops, what do you think of fucking stupid Hans? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or the, dude, some of these, like, again, I forget how fucking funny this movie is. It is really when, funny, dude. When, uh, when <laughs> the fucking sergeant shows up, yeah. who, by the way, that dude is such a great character. Paul Gleason. Paul Gleason is an amazing character yes. actor because every time he shows up, he's just an angry dickhead and he's great at it. And... Dude, Reginald Vale Johnson is so good in this movie. He's so good in this movie. Mm. Like, the best part, it's still one of my favorite lines, and every time he says it, I'm like, so damn good. Yeah. Where he goes, man, why don't you smell what you're shoveling? And I'm like, what a line. 
What a line. Paul, Paul Gleason's best line in that movie is when the roof explodes and they've oh been my. and they've been dealing with these two fucking jerk off FBI dudes the whole time and no, yeah. nobody likes them cuz they're dicks. Yeah. And he just goes, "Ooh, guess we're going to need two more FBI guys, huh?" <laughs> yeah. And uh um he's he's just always classic, but um Oh, the, oh, the one of my other favorite ones is when he goes uh said that uh yeah i'm not the one who got butt fucked yeah, yeah, yeah. by the <laughs> glass who gives a shit about glass i'm not the one who just got butt fucked on national television yeah, that, and Deborah white who's in the yeah. limo is like ah yeah. dude, um, can we talk about how that dude is just hot boxing this shit like they know, never show him sm- smoking a joint but it's always smoky looking like that dude's high shit in the back and of he, that limo and he's a hero and he ends up being He's one of the and best he's parts of the movie. Always listening to that one. Can I? Can I This is a nitpick. This is a nitpick. Look, I don't give a shit how good that song is. <laughs> that song is not one. Is not that long. Two. Are you gonna tell me this dude was listening to the same song that long? Weren't we just talking about him hotboxing? He, he might. They, he just kept restarting. He it. might. He might have completely forgotten that it was on repeat. He didn't rewind the 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 tape. And that's, that's they do happens. have a CD player, so he could have put put on repeat. Oh, maybe. Remember what he's talking? But it's a great one. We got everything in this. We got CD. He doesn't say DVD. That's a, that that song is amazing though. It Get is you gr- to come outside. Yeah, it's a great song. I love it when he talks to the bear. Shut up. <laughs> he's uh, he's just a good guy and like. Oh, and we can we talk about when he's fighting the big blonde dude? And he just while he's fighting, he's like yo. You brought put up a better fight when yeah. I was choking your brother. I'm gonna fucking beat you, and I'm gonna choke you, and I'm gonna eat but you. Again, him being a human and making that work in this movie, and that's what adds to it, is he gets his ass kicked by that big blonde dude for a most lot. of that fight. A lot. And most of the, and that's what makes it so good is most of the time how the fuck he survives at the end there too. John McClane, whenever he does something, even when he does something well or good, he still gets fucked up. Like he's like you said, another piece of clothing gets ripped, or he gets glass in his feet, or he gets. He finally pulls off the very end. He pulls it off perfectly. Shoots the guy right in the fucking forehead. Gets Gruber, right? Blows the but gun. Gruber's got a hold of his wife and her watch. It sets up everything. Who bought her the watch, Bubby? But just like you're saying, Executed. like he pulls off everything perfectly, but. Shit. Yeah, he still fucks up. Yeah. He pulls off everything perfectly and gets out of the building and is going to, you know, meet uh, his wife and, and, the, and the blonde cop dude is somehow di- yeah, he he there's no way he's alive. He's not. He choked him. He just cannot he catch him. a fucking break. Yeah. And John McClane. And that is what's always been like and then I you know, that's kind of always been the staple of the series where where at least those first 3 movies where it's like god damn it it had like the second movie that we'll get to that when we get there, but that's one of its faults. Where even in that movie itself, he's like, "I'm in the same." Oh, how'd this happen again? He says it a bunch of times. Like, like, really? Yeah, we know because you're doing the same beats from the first. Yeah, movie. you fucking. Yeah. But no, th- this again. To wrap it up, next time you have somebody, don't hesitate. Boop, 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 boop. Good advice. Thanks for the advice. Yeah, thanks for the advice. By the way, uh, uh, Bruce Willis lost a lot of his hearing from that scene, filming that scene, thanks. because the gun was so fucking loud under the table. Yeah, but again, but dude, uh, um, you know Hans Gruber's or, or uh, um, fucking the actor, um, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman, his performance with uh, Takagi 
is flawless. Yeah. Is so tensile strength, man. Oh, like just he, when when he does the thing with his mouth, Mister Mister Takagi. Yeah. And he pulls out the gun, and he's just he's just matter of Fine, fact. Fine, we do it the hard way. Yeah, he's just matter of fact. He's just um. Well, the 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 scene with the who you said his name, the Bubby, that B- guy, uh, Hart Bachner. Uh, that I can't scene, remember his that scene with name. him. Ellis, his name is Ellis. Ellis, Ellis, fucking tell him you don't know yeah, me. That, that that scene is so good because of Alan Rickman's performance, and that again. This movie is so good at showing and not telling, and you can f- connect the dots. When, when he, when he finally is like, "Don't tell you don't know tell what them you're doing." You don't de- know me. Yeah. I know they'll kill people. I know this. Like, listen, they're to trying me. to kill me, dude. Like, I'm trying to tell you, I've this is not a fucking. This is not a boardroom fucking. You know, I'm a cop. I've been yes. in these situations. He's going to kill the you. Involuntary bl- in blink when the, because they show Bruce Willis when. They're doing the thing, and the involuntary blink when the gun goes off, and he knows that he's been shot. Yeah. Um, the the desperation at the he, end. He, go fuck yourself, Hans. Yeah. When he when Hans talks shit to him, and he yeah, he's, he you could tell. Where are my detonators? Again, it's a great scene because it makes you like John, and it ties you closer to John because it's like even with Ellis being a cokehead piece of shit, he didn't want him. To, he didn't. No, to die. he doesn't want anybody to die. He's a cop. He's a cop. He's a good cop. Yeah. Let's let's quantify uh, that. He's a good cop. <laughs> Uh, the fucking, but again, after that, and then Paul Gleason trying to blame him. And, Smell what you shoveling, man! He didn't. He did whatever he could to save that guy. Another great All part, the donuts part too. It's for my wife. She's pregnant. Right. Right. The, the another <laughs> right. great, another great part that shows what an everyman and how you can relate to this is when he's trying to set up the 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 plastique with the computer and everything, yeah. and he starts putting them in like all. You know, carefully, and then he just grabs a handful and says, "Fuck it," and just puts yeah, them all yeah, in. Yeah. Dude, how many times have you been in that situation where you're trying it, but you got to do it quick, and you just fuck it, you know? And then he just ties up, like, take this under advisement, jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> and my one of my another favorite part is they're all German ostensibly, and at one point during the part where they catch McLean, it's right after the moment where they're talking, and and they realize. That Gruber's Gruber, McLean's McLean, and he's running away, and, yeah. and the blonde guy shows up, and they're shooting all the glass, and he he says to him, "She's Dane Fenster," which is German for "shoot the glass" or "windows." Fenster's window, glass. Yeah, and and the blonde dude's like, "Huh?" And he says it in English, "shoot the glass." How the fuck do you gotta say it in English? It always bugged me. I feel like they had to do that to be like, just to say, like, in case people didn't pick up. Of course, on there was a movie version for it. Or they could have just, you know, subtitled it. But but, be- but because of that, I love that they never subtitle any of the German. Because yeah, they speak you, German a not, lot. Yeah, because you're John in this situation. You're it's, not supposed to understand what they're saying. Right. It's not important. And anyway, it's not important to us, the audience, what they're saying. All you need to know is that the tone is, is, um, is, is uh, villainous. Also... But, yeah, go ahead. But but the tone it, it, the tone is dark and villainous, so it can't be anything good they're saying, you know. Or or the fact that uh the other thing too, it also helps change the tone of the movie because it's even it adds to that intensity because it went from like the first part of this movie there's a legitimate like marital drama happening and then the next thing you know, boom, we're in Die Hard. Like as in Helsinki, Switzerland. Uh Finland. Right. Yeah. 
we we haven't even touched on the reporter guy, which I don't care to. I do. He, uh, he's great, a great part dude, of it. Whoever plays him is really great at being a Weasley piece of shit. Abusing Ghost, but I want to give a big shout out to Bonnie Bedelia, who not only is one of the best, like. I don't even want to call her damsel in distress because she's clearly like way more. Um, she's got her wits about her way more than even the terrorists do throughout this whole thing. You know what I mean? She's she's like, I know John's out there and I know he's going to save me, so I'm not too worried. And, and she's kind of a badass in this movie. I, I want to give a shout out to her because uh, that performance and that character makes the movie also because um, you're like, look at the look at the kind of people they are. They're both they're both people who get stuff done you know she's taking care of the people who are, are who are held hostage he's taking care of all the other stuff you know what i mean they they're not the kind of people that sit there and watch shit happen like the rest of everybody in that movie yeah. basically yeah um yeah i think that's oh and, and gotta say it because it's still one of my favorite favorite parts there's so many favorite parts in this movie but when they're flying uh in the gunships to the building there's a couple of different funny parts where the two johnsons are talking but there's one part he's like just like fucking saigon slick and the guy turns around he's got this big shit-eating grin he's like i was in junior high dickhead (laughs) yeah i was like what is that also i love how it's levels of incompetence there's like john Mm mcclain and then the lapd and then the FBI, like those, like LAPD sucks. The FBI is even worse. Right. Oh my god, it's and amazing. Listen. Oh, cut the power, cut the power to this, no shit. this no giant shit, tower. Yeah, no shit, it's my ass. Listen, <laughs> these guys are not fucking around. Um, no, but uh, but I I I I uh, I, I brought up the uh, page real quick. Um, because I wanna, I wanna bring up a couple. Alexander Goodenough, who actually took his own life, um, uh, in uh, I think the the '90s. Um, great character actor who's been in a ton of shit and al- always great. We talked about um, uh, Clarence uh, Gilliard, the, uh, the uh, Theo. He's he's awesome, you know. When he's when he's pulling out all the stuff and he just you know whatever. Um, but then there's uh, another. Um, go ahead and talk. Do something so I can look this well, up. I don't know what you're looking up. I'm looking something so talk so I can look well, it up. Down. Robert Davey uh, is also a great character actor. He was in Goonies. Uh, he's one of the Johnsons, um, uh, one of the FBI guys. Um, but uh, <laughs> what? When when they send in send in the car send in the car, <laughs> and there's the one point where it looks like the cops are just laying around going ah ah after they get shot like there's no why are they still just laying there why aren't they leaving the area why are why are they still just laying there shot they should move, but what's your name Roy and uh, the LABD have themselves an RV. It's Christmas, Theo. It's a time of miracles. <laughs> All right. We'll be sitting on a beach earning 20%. And I love you, Alan Rickman. You know when they when he falls, that's his genuine reaction? 
Yeah, because they, they uh, didn't let him know that they, they were doing the takes. I read they, that like, a legitimate look. I read that a couple years ago. Um, that that they, I think they said like three or something. He was scared of heights, and they dropped him from a high part, a high pot, a high, high pot, a high. Uh, well, you know, it was the bad. Have you but. seen? There's a there's a shot of taken from the ground. Of the, he threw him off the tower. No, no, I'm kidding. It's 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 the it's a it's a crane. Um, you know, one of those things that they have a platform uh, on a crane and he's hanging off of it with somebody holding on to him or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's about 20 feet, 25 feet in the air. And obviously he's got, you know, the big uh, stuntman yeah. uh, balloon below him. But yeah, that would fucking yeah. freak me out, too, yeah. dude. Um, but yeah, they said like three, two, one and we'll drop you on one. But they did it on two anyway. Yeah. So he's like, <gasps> like yeah. he's legitimately frightened. And that fucking facial. Uh, hey, Cezanne, look at this you. Is hey, Alan this, this looks better because they dropped him. All right, and look at you, Paul Verhoeven. Didn't look like a weird claymation model with really long arms and RoboCop. That's what I always think of when I see that fall. I look at like one year later, a much better shot. <laughs> it's crazy. To I, think I about. just, I mean, if you got the technology. Well, to I'll, make honestly, it look real. Well, and Alan Rickman is... Oh, I hope that wasn't one of the hostages. Yeah, that made me laugh so freaking hard, dude. I forgot about... Gleason's got some great moments in this movie, he's, you know? Sometimes I feel like he's in a different movie. That gets... I'm not the one who just got butt-fucked on, <laughs> on national television. Just... Glass? Who gives a shit about Glass? Glass? Put the other guy back on. Uh, Pretty fucking unappreciated, Al. What I love you. I love the best. The best part is yeah, we've heard it. I've heard it a million times. But the welcome to the party, pal. After he just uh, like, well, he's not looking at me. He can't see me, and he just chucks a dead body at him. <laughs> Again, this movie is a lot funnier than you think. Like you remember. Well, we're dealing with human lives, and we know it's a movie, so nobody's lives were really lost. <laughs> But it's so a t- and it's a terrorist. It's in fine. that context, it's funny because you know, you know, like it's a dark humor to be sure. Uh, the part where they're setting up for the cops and the uh, the Asian dude like is is getting ready, and then he sees the candy bar and he's just like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, yeah." Feeds the ball to Worthy. Bam! Two points. <laughs> when they kill the guy. Who's the the one dude looked like uh, Huey Lewis? It wasn't, but kind of. Yeah, no, I know you're talking about. He's the guy who played the uh, shit. I got fifty bucks riding on those assholes. Yeah, he's the one who talks to uh, Al. Yeah, I you know I would like to think it was him. So in my head canon, it is. What? Huey, that is Huey Lewis. It's not, but in my head canon, because in my head canon, if this is it. This is die hard. <laughs> If they, if, cause Fuck. I'm not a real front task representative. This is it. Mm. Parodied to sing about Die Hard. If this is Die Hard, <laughs> please let me know. Oh, holy shit! It's Die Hard. Cause I'm fucking John McLean and Astro Top in Nagasaki Tower. Nakatomi. Nakasaki one. Uh, to finish Where out. I get that? To finish out. Um, go ahead and if you can, if you fi- have Brooklyn Nine Nine anywhere, please go and watch the episode where the team travels to uh, L.A. to get an award for I think the the chief, 
And they use the opportunity to go visit Nakatomi Plaza because Jake Peralta's favorite movie of all time is Die Hard. And it's yeah. a really funny yeah. episode. It's really funny if you uh, have the chance right. to check well, that out. Other than that, go. F- I was going to say go fuck yourselves. <laughs> well, we'll see you next week jerk. with Die Hard 2 colon Die Harder. My colon's going to die harder? Hey, man, there's only one. I, you know what? Stop eating so much red meat. They should have committed. Should have been Die Hard 2, Die Harder, Die Hard 3, Die Hardest. Yeah, but but what do you go after Die Hardest? Dead. Give me guy, yeah, motherfucker.